0: the nugget if you're ready devotion to the truth devotion to the truth devotion to the truth is the hallmark we just ran out of ink Devotion to the truth is the hallmark of integrity. Devotion to the truth is the hallmark of integrity. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That sounds good. So we need that devotion to truth. Okay. Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks, Lord, as... uh, We look upon your word. We thank you, Lord, that our eyes of our understanding are open, Father God. And greater spiritual value will be granted to us, Father God, as we hear your word, Father God. And I thank you, Lord, as we hear your word. We're not just hearers of it, Father God, that we are doers of your word. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks for the double-fold blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, no matter where you go, No matter where you walk, run, sit, eat or drink, they will find you. Hmm, what's this all about? They search for the vulnerable. They probe for the weak. They hunt for the suitable host to which they thrive and multiply. You just can't hide from them. Some people are infected and don't know they're infected. Others think, it could never happen to me. But it can and it will. If you neglect your protective system, viruses, the computer's enemy is bad news for the PCs, etc. And then there again, there's viruses that affect, affect us uh, physically, such as uh, Ebola, HIV, SARS, these are just to name a few, plague mankind at every turn. And there is another virus, or two that are spiritual viruses. Spiritual viruses seek to infect to spread, to contaminate, and destroy spiritual life. And they are so deadly to the Christian. We have to become immune to them or put up a system, a guard system, a wall around it. Um, How do we do this? By observing how physical viruses can affect the human body And they quickly spread. Uh, We can better comprehend how uh, spiritual viruses uh, affect us uh, as Christians, if we can look at physical viruses, see how they spread. Uh, In nature, a virus is a microscopic infectious agent. Too small to be seen, and it reproduces itself within the cells of the living host. The virus cannot thrive and spread without a host. It's got to find somebody to live in or something to live in. They vary in in shape, size, and complexity and are are present in homes, schools, workplaces, anywhere in our environment. They're just waiting for you to come along. They look for away inside of one, and once inside, the virus infects a host cell, and then spreads throughout the body, multiplying itself and attacking and infecting other cells in the body until it's full blown. The body's immune system responds by producing chemicals that cause the body's temperature to increase, that's where you get fever. Other symptoms may include congestion, coughing, sore throat, etc. The immune system's job is to eliminate the virus from the body. Well, you know, since we're here in the fall, people are going to start picking up. You're going to see the advertisements. You know, better get this before that happens, you know. Uh, Get prepared. Just as there are many physical viruses, Christians are at risk from a very variety, I should say, of spiritual viruses. Hmm. Wrong attitudes is a spiritual uh, virus. Wrong conduct is a spiritual virus. Wrong use of words is a virus. And wrong teaching is a virus. That's pretty heavy. So if we'll turn to second Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And looking at verse 4. That's 2 Corinthians 4, verse 4. In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. The God of this world, the enemy, wishes to poison your thinking destroy your lives, uh, and far too many Christians have fallen into the trap of getting spiritual viruses and not knowing it until it's too late. So since we're in that area, let's go to further into the New Testament and go to the F- book of Ephesians, chapter 2. That's Ephesians, chapter 2. Let's uh, begin with verse one. And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin, wherein in times past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Wow. Disobedience, the attitude. A virus of disobedience brings bitterness, envy, jealousy, and self-righteousness. And it derails us from God. In other words, it puts a detour up, and we follow the detour sign, and we go the wrong direction. And infected mind, that gray matter upstairs, the infected mind... Brings, thus brings wrong attitudes, thoughts, desires, and feelings. And if not stop, it will incubate within the mind and grow. It just won't stop with one little thing. It's it. it, Pretty soon you've got everything full-blown going in your mind. And sooner or later, the infected host, which is you, will pass its sickness on to whoever... It comes in contact with. If you got a bad attitude and you uh, come up to somebody and you have a bad attitude and they're in happy joyful spirits and you just rail on them, guess what? They get it become offended sometimes and uh, they take it to the next person. So you just infected one person, and that person infects somebody else. And, and then the, everybody at the office has a bad attitude, just because you came in wrong. No good. That's a virus that we need to stop uh, within our own lives. Uh, and of course, it's, uh, that's the office, but you can infect other Christians also. But didn't you hear what they said about me? Or they said that about so-and-so? You know, I don't know if it's right, but let me tell you what they did say. And you bring that infection into into another Christian. It's not good. Uh, Galatians chapter, let's back up to one book, to the book of Galatians chapter 5. In Galatians chapter 5. Here are some of the viruses that come our way. Uh, spiritual vi- viruses come disguised. Spiritual viruses come disguised. That's Galatians chapter 5, beginning with verse 19. And now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornification, uncleanliness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies. you he thought that was long enough, but it keeps on going. Envies, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and as such of which I tell you before, as I also told you in times past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Wow, that's pretty heavy. These viruses can really affect you. And look, it says you can't, if you have these things going on, you may miss out, miss out, I should say. And just like that last song we sang, when we all get to heaven, we should be rejoicing, dancing. I just can't see any of us getting to heaven stone-cold-faced. We'd want to throw a party, Amen. boy. I tell you, Glory to God! I made it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> yes. That's how I'm going to feel. Sometimes, boy, you, 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 we mess up, and uh, the enemy, uh, you know, takes a toll on that that brain of ours and makes us rethink or recalculate things and you should have did it this way you know but you've messed up and God's not going to like you and you're not going to get make it to heaven because of that you know uh, I don't know if you ever had any t- those type of thoughts but uh, you've got to kick those out of your mind amen, amen. thank you Lord. we're about ready to go the rapture is going to take place amen. for some people the rapture taken Sooner, they're going to Hawaii first, the first, the first paradise, Then they go to <laughs> Okay. Let's see. Spiritual, spiritual viruses come in disguises as gossiping, backbiting, uh, rumors and indomendos, debates, on, uh, of course, of actions, jesting. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is that, that a good one? Jesting, ever jest about somebody else? Don't look at me that way. <laughs> you never made fun of somebody, man. Look at look at him. He parts his hair on the wrong side, or you know, he's got a booger right in the middle of his nose. I mean, that's, that's you, and you don't tell the person. I mean, uh, you know, uh, and you make fun of that individual. <sighs> oh, none of you. I guess I'm in the. I'm in the wrong class here this morning. OK, then, how about the virus of uh, None of you ever use foul language, right? Well, that, that's, uh, that's a virus. And uh, yeah, as, like I told you last week, when I used those words, my mom chased me down with that tooth, toothbrush and ivory soap. And it did a good job. But uh, once in a while, some thoughts come to my mind. Not saying that the military was bad, but some of the, some of the you do learn some new words in the military. At least I, I did. And some of those words creep up. And, and I want to use them. So I said, they can't use that word. That's a virus. None of you ever had that happen? I've got to take notes from you guys. Oh, how about this one? Lies. Anybody ever tell a lie? No, you don't. You stretch the truth. Well, we're not supposed to even do that. You can't walk the fence. How about false accusations? Uh, you You think so? You think something of somebody, and all of a sudden you found out you were wrong and uh, what are you supposed to do when you find out you're wrong? You need to apologize, go to them. You know now I can look back at a few places I can't apologize to the individuals because that was a long time ago, so I have to put it on on uh, on. Uh, God's uh, list of uh, wipeouts that I had, you know. I don't know why I'm telling you all these things. You guys, these guys. Okay. Well, what else did that say? That that listed it's adultery, uh, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, stripes, seditions, heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, uh, revelings, all the works of the flesh. So anything that's contrary to God's word, we need is a virus. And once they get in, and they can multiply, and then you find yourself back into a. Uh, Situation that the old man is uh, in control once again. And the old man should not be in control. We need to stomp that thing down and leave it down. But uh, just like some physical viruses, some, some manifest themselves right away. You know, uh, like the virus, you know, you, they say you got the, the flu virus and all that type of stuff, you're taking the medicines and all that. Type. And other, other viruses don't show up until later on in life. Um, but the virus, when they do come, they, are, they come without warning. And uh, they, they destroy and maim those things around them. Uh, that's why we have a clean bill of health, have a, our protective shield around us, uh, so that those uh, fiery darks that uh, come our way need to be eliminated. Amen? Now, uh, a person, a person, uh, an individual's immune system is designed to eliminate viruses from the body. Similarly, the church must mark those, this is within the church now, mark those uh, that cause division. That's the virus in the church. Um, Find out what's going on. Hey, talk to the individual. Make it, show them that it's wrong. Uh, uh, stop unruly mouths. Remove, the, and possibly remove those causes. Because you know, they contaminate. Well, let's go to 1 Peter. In 1 Peter, let's see what Peter says here. 1 Peter chapter... 5. That's 1 Peter chapter 5. Look at verse 8. That's 1 Peter 5, verse 8. Be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walks about seeking whom he may devour. Now, if if you watch any of the nature films or anything. You know that a lion, quote, is king of the jungle, but uh, their stamina for running down things is not good. The cheetah is better. It runs like a, it can pull something down, but a lion can't do it. So the lions go for the weak, or the ones that stray. So um, he looks for the Easy hunt, easy prey. Don't become an easy prey. Don't get out there on your own doing your own thing. Stay with, stay with God's crowd. Stay with the shepherd, amen? Uh, not only does he go for the easy prey, he looks, for, he looks for the weak. He finds the weak, or he finds the sickly, or those that are weary, and he looks for the babies, the young ones that can't defend themselves. That's what the lion does. And that's what he'll do. And guess what happens to a lot of baby Christians? The enemy attacks them, because he knows they're weak and babies, and they don't, they don't know too much. They're not. They don't know how to protect themselves, and oftentimes they fall. That's why, if you get someone born again, you 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 need to establish a um, relationship with that individual to show them or introduce them to a church where they can grow and feed and become strong. Okay, let's, uh, since we're in the New Testament, let's back up to First Timothy. That's the book of First Timothy. In First Timothy chapter 6, Look at verse, uh, begin with verse uh, 3. That's 1 Timothy chapter 6, beginning with verse 3. If any man teach otherwise and consent not to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, and to the doctrine which is according to godliness, he is proud, knowing nothing but doting about questions and strife of words thereof. Cometh envy, strife, railings, evil surmisings. Wow. Perse- uh, persevere disputing, perverse disputing of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth supposing that gain is godliness from such draw yourself away so we need to follow what the word tells us, be careful be careful and of course uh, this falls right into Acts chapter seventeen eleven. We need to be as the Bereans. Check out what you hear. Don't just receive it. Check it out. There's too many people are will follow through. Sometimes something something might be written wrong, and you read it, you believe wrong. Something is said wrong from the pulpit, you believe it. You're in trouble. So, find out what the Word of God says. Just don't say, wow, that, that guy's real good, or she's real good, or you know, the book is real good. If it, if it draws a question in your mind, check it out. That's your obligation. That's your responsibility. Okay, what about the spiritually weak? Spiritually weak. Let's go to Matthew chapter 25. Matthew chapter 25. Looking at the spiritually weak. Spiritually weak. Well, begin with verse one. That's Matthew twenty-five, verse beginning with verse one. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto the ten virgins who took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise and five were foolish. Mm. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them, but the wise took the oil in their vessels with them, with their lamps, while the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. Wow. Spiritually, somebody that's spiritually weak is lukewarm. We need to wake up from being lukewarm. Arise, awaken from your sleep, and exercise your faith. Wow. 2 Corinthians, looking, looking at 2 Corinthians chapter 13 this time, 2 Corinthians, this is, we're looking at somebody that's spiritually weak, found out that the, these individuals were foolish. 2 um, Corinthians chap oops, chapter 13, 2 Corinthians chapter 13, Being spiritually weak. Look at verse 5. Examine yourselves whether you be in faith. Prove your own selves. Know ye not that your own selves, that how Jesus Christ is in you, except you be reprobates? Check yourself out. Spiritually, a weak person will not check themselves out. They just meander through life. Everything is just a bed of roses, that's not the way it goes. If you're not being attacked by the enemy, yeah. something's wrong. I mean, I'm not saying you should look for being attacked by the enemy, but you should be able to use your shield of faith. And if you're not being attacked, that means uh, the enemy's already got you. Hello. Examine yourself. And since we're there, let's go to 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy. This is one that we all know. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5 says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needs not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. It can't be... If you're dividing word of, st- studying the word of God... You will not be spiritually weak. Okay. Let's go back to Matthew chapter, back to the book of Matthew, go to the 24th chapter this time. That's Matthew chapter 24. Now we're going to look at the sick and disease. Doctrinally sick and disease. Matthew chapter 24, verse 12. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall, grow, uh, shall wax cold. Because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall uh, wax cold. That's being sick. That's being diseased. Compromising the word of God and using the traditions of men as gospel leads to wrong teaching, wrong conduct and the results produce sin. Doctrinal confusion poisons the mind and lives of God's people. When When people are confused they're doctrinally sick. When people are confused, they are doctrinally sick because you should know what the Word of God tells you how to react in those situations. Well, this is what the Word of God says, but I, but, but through experience, I found out God works this way. No, God works by his, through His Word. He doesn't go through ex- your experience. The enemy will use your experience twist things around. So that's being doctrinally sick and disease. Uh, Go to Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5. Once again, Galatians chapter 5. In Galatians chapter 5, we want to look at verse... Well, I messed up on that one. Let's go. <laughs> Gotta cross that one out. Don't know where I was going on that one. Go to First Corinthians. I'm sorry. First Corinthians chapter chapter five. First Corinthians chapter five. First Corinthians chapter five. Corinthians chapter five. Look at this one. Verse six. Your glorying is not good. Know ye not that a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump? Purge out therefore the old leaven that ye may be a new lump as ye ye are unleavened. For even Christ our Passover is sanctified for us. A little leaven messes up the whole thing. In other words, Wrong do- One little piece of wrong doctrine will mess you up. One little misunderstanding, and you follow that misunderstanding, it will mess you up. Wrong doctrine is um, the enemy's stealth weapon. Wrong doctrine is the enemy's stealth weapon. Uh, This virus is like the web of a spider. It entangles its victim in a deaf grip or a deaf web. They seem to can't get out of it. Those that are are stuck in in, uh, wrong doctrine, especially when it leads uh, away from Christ, they're hard to get out. You talk to individuals that are in certain cults. They they don't want to get out. They said this is this is the way it is. They make up things. Make up their own words. Make up their own Bibles. Make up a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, yeah. You know, well, I ain't gonna go in there. Okay, the next one. That's the doctrine. Being spiritually sick. The little leaven lump. Uh, leaven wrecks a whole lump. So don't get messed up. Just one little thing, can throw you off, so be careful. Again, uh, use uh, Acts 17.11 for your uh, centerpiece, okay? Uh, Let's go to, since we're pretty close to Galatians again, let's go to Galatians chapter 6 this time. I believe I got this one right. Galatians chapter 6. Oh, this is a good one. We're looking at uh, viruses. So we saw that uh, being spiritually weak, uh, we need to wake up, study ourselves, uh, examine ourselves, uh, doctrinally sick. We need to, can't compromise on God's word. This one, Galatians chapter 6, verse 9, it says, Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. One of the viruses that the enemy will throw at us is being weary, tired, weary of the spiritual battles that we face daily because the enemy is relentless. Um, you're tired of exercising the tools for Christian growth. man, I have to read this, I've got to understand that. I got to I can't read this anymore I'm, I'm, you know there are some some in the Christian religions they say if you read the bible too much you go crazy Yeah they said so don't let let the pastor do it all. So they're tired tired of exercising the tools for Christian growth They're they're fee- feeling depleted and wore out How many there are Man, I can't fight another battle. Don't send another one my way, Lord. (laughs) Nothing else can be done. That's being weary. It says that we're not supposed to be weary in well-doing. If we faint, not. So if if we faint, that means we fall into that virus of weariness. And it overcomes us. And we, we... become quote second second hand Christians we're not on the top of our game anybody ever play sports out there Yeah, oh, we all play sports how many like to be on the third string I think all of us love to be on the first string you know second strings not too bad but first string you know you, you, you got to play a, you know, and being weary, you, you feel like I need to be on the third string. I need some rest. That's not where we're supposed to be. We're supposed to put up a good fight, a good battle. So, as they say, pull up your big britches on and you know, big boy britches, and get out there and go to work. Okay. Um. We spoke of this one. Let's go to the book of Proverbs. Book of Proverbs this time. And you want to find the 22nd chapter. That's Proverbs 22. That's Proverbs 22. Spiritual babes. This is a virus. Spiritual babes. It's a virus Uh, if you don't grow, if you remain this way. uh, Proverbs chapter 22, looking at verse 15. Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child. Foolishness is bound in the heart. If If we don't grow in the Word of God, it says we become foolish. And when you become foolish... Things go wrong. What does Galatians? I think Galatians three. Oh, foolish Galatians, who bewitched you! You can't have that. We can't be a spiritual babe. The enemy knows that uh, that uh, as a babe he will he attack attack young believers. That's why uh, we need to. If 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 you know someone that's just born again and Teach them the Word of God. Show them some advantages uh, why they need to get into God's Word. Get them into church. Amen? Don't let them flounder out there. It's after, you know, unfortunately a lot of people, they get born again, they come to church, and they think they've got it made. They, they're, they're feeling good. And, and then some of the other things happen. Remember the... the, the the seed that was planted in the ground, some seeds were planted on good ground, other on stony ground, hard ground, the lust of the flesh, the desire for the world. That's all after the Christian. Because they're grow- they have been planted in, in ground, but they did not get themselves in good shape, okay? All right. Foolish is bound in the heart of... uh, Let's go to uh, Proverbs 21. Back up um, the chapter. Look at this. This is a spiritual babe. Proverbs 21, verse 2. Every way of a man is right in his own eyes. A spiritual babe. Everything they do is right. That's why when you tell... A young child they say no. That's the first you can't do that. No. No. So uh, a spiritual babe always thinks they're right in their own eyes. So if you find somebody that's always right, you know they're a spiritual babe and and, and they need to grow up. Or we need to grow up or you need to grow up. Or I need to grow up if we're always right. Oh, okay. Let's uh, turn to the book of uh, Jeremiah, the book of Jeremiah this time. Jeremiah chapter 17. Spiritual babes. Jeremiah 17, verse 9. Jeremiah 17, verse 9 says The heart of the deceitful, the heart is deceitful above all things. It's desperately wicked. Who can know it? That's a child. That's a spiritual babe. It's, the heart doesn't know what it's doing. Its mind doesn't know it's, because it has been trained, it has been taught. Their mind has not been renewed by the Word of God. Okay, let's go to Romans chapter. We're almost finished. Romans chapter 8. In Romans chapter 8, we see this take place. Spiritual babe. Romans 8 verse 7. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can it be. So they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Spiritual babe cannot please God because they're they're doing their own thing. I'm going to do it my way or else. My way or the highway, guy. Find out you're going to be looking for a ride pretty soon, I guess. Okay, we must always be on guard and remain close to God. The following is a is the medicine or remedy for spiritual viruses. Matthew chapter 26. We're going to look at the remedy. Matthew chapter 26. This is a remedy for spiritual uh, spiritual viruses. Matthew chapter 26, looking at verse 41. Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. So we need to watch and pray. Talk to God. James chapter 1. Keep your hand in Matthew there. James chapter 1. Verse 5. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given unto him. So, we need to ask God for wisdom. This will keep us from getting the virus, the virus, different viruses. The Ma- going back to Matthew chapter 6, or going back to the book of Matthew chapter 6 this time. Matthew chapter 6, looking at verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto Him. Seek His will, not your own. Okay. And going to 2 Timothy once again. In 2 Timothy, chapter chapter 2, verse 15, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. These these are medicines or remedies to remove spiritual viruses, so we need to study the word of God daily. And finally, well, next next, to last one, let's go to the book of Philippians. In Philippians, we need to Oops, wonder had the wrong address. Philippians chapter four. We need to meditate on God's Word. Ephesians chapter four, verse eight. Finally, brother. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard, in me, heard and seen in me, do, and the God of peace shall be with you. So we need to pray, ask for wisdom, seek His will, study His word, uh, study his word daily, Meditate on his word and finally it's the last thing that we need to do or one of the last things we need to do. Go to the Old Testament and find the book of Isaiah. That's the book of Isaiah. These thi- this thing, this, this is a, I would say, one of the key things. Isaiah chapter 58. This, is, this will knock uh, the virus out. Isaiah chapter 58, verse 6, Isaiah 58, 6, is not this the fast that I have chosen? Whoa, there you go. We need to fast, some of us need to fast, our bodies show it sometimes. We need to fast. For what reason? To loosen the bands of wickedness, to, uh, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free. Sometimes we are oppressed. And that ye break every yoke. So we need to fast. Shall we call a fast this week? <laughs> Look at all the volunteers out there. <laughs> Fasting is denying yourself in order to seek God's will for your life. You need to fast. Okay. Pray. Ask for wisdom. Seek His will. Study the Word. Meditate upon the Word. And fast. Those things will keep you from spiritual viruses. If you do them. I mean, just don't, don't have a list. Sometimes we write lists. And don't follow them. Hello. Amen. Glory to God. Look at that right on the nose. According to my watch anyway. Okay. Anybody need prayer this morning? Well, let's all stand. We could. Spiritual viruses is your title for this morning. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks, Lord, that uh, you've given us Insights to viruses, spiritual viruses, Father God, that would want to attack us, Father God. And I thank you, Lord, that uh, you've given us the cure, Father God. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks. That we're able, Father God, to follow the prescription that you've given us to keep us healthy. Spiritually. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks. As we go our separate ways, Father God, I thank you, Lord, that we are the blessed, Father God, and that we can bring blessings upon those that we come in contact with. In Jesus' name, Amen.